When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Homebirds morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. We've got our. Uh, we've got a soldier out there this morning. We've got Mark Randall hanging out uh, for us, and uh, he gets special music for nice. KUP deployment. Mark is out uh, doing his due diligence for the final time as KUP deployment. Is uh, this is it? It's the last day. This is the last time we're going to collect for it for troops overseas and marks at the Safeway on Indian School and uh, Litchfield Road out there. Is he on? Ready to go? Should be. Mark, are you there? I'm here, bud. There you are. Welcome. Uh, thank you again, yeah. Mark Randall, our uh, one and only veteran outside of Paul Sura, but we couldn't ask him to do this. He'd have killed us for asking. Uh, it's uh, Mark would have been out there uh, doing it anyway. Mark's uh, served in the Navy. For a while there, yep. and uh, and did his thing. Thank him for that. Veterans Day is next Thursday. We're going to pack all this stuff up. We're loading up for Arizona troops overseas. People think, oh, there's nobody. Uh, it's, all of it's over, and everything. It's, no, there's. I think. What'd you say, Mark? Like over 500 still from Arizona out there. I say there's about 500, give or take. Um, we're pulling in other names that we're getting from some of the audience and our friends that are serving that aren't part of the you know National Guard troops and right. stuff of that nature. Are actually serving in uh, the Middle East. Um, so there, there's at least 500 that we're going to send out this year. Yeah, and it's kind of a weird, more important than ever thing because these are the ones who, now that everybody's got their mind off of it, there's a bunch of people who aren't going yep. to be here through November, December, January, and everything else that were uh, some, yeah. somewhat forgotten. Yeah, everything was hyper-focused around everything in the Middle East for the last decade. But, uh, and we sent a ton of troops out there to help support it, but now there's still other missions continuing, and yep. there's stuff going on on the border. There's stuff going on in crisis areas like in Sicily right now because of the flooding. Yeah, uh, there's a ton of stuff going on. A lot of our troops from Arizona are out there serving and uh, showing their due diligence. So it's yeah. you know when you're away from the holidays, a little something from home means it everything. Stinks. So just stinks. I mean, yeah. I'm sure when you were out oh, there, totally you were in country in the uh, Philippines there, and I'm sure that the 
the, the ladyboy BJs were rough on the holidays and can be around your family. <laughs> yeah, it was rough times for sure. <laughs> uh, a lot of the areas that we're still at aren't you know up to date and don't have you know full yeah. places to you know find resources. So it's kind of a nice to get something from home, especially a little touch from Arizona, especially for from here. So that's great. And yep, we're right here for the last time on Thursday. Yep. I was going to say last Thursday. Yeah, shut up, Mark. Listen, yep. I was going to say I just got an email from somebody this morning that said that their uh, daughter and son are both overseas. Uh, right now, one is at a place they can't even tell their family about. Oh, wow. That that's, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. That's weird to me that they're getting those kind of missions where, like, we can't tell you where I'm going. I'm like, that still goes on? That's still happening? You don't even think about those things. Now, we're probably 100%. not going to be able to send them anything because nobody knows where they are. No. Well, we can send stuff to a lot of the USOs that are close by that do serve them because that stuff's in, you know, in theater so they can take care of those people once it arrives there. It's just sending stuff direct is, is not appropriate, so... Okay. Yep. And they can put yep. it in another truck and take it out to the undisclosed. There you go, to the other people. Either way, it's there all good. Go. It's all for a good thing. Yeah. Mark, what are you looking for today? So today we're focusing on dental floss and toothbrushes. Those are the things we're a little shy on. There's plenty here at the store at Safeway, so if you want to stop by and pick some up, that would be huge for us. We'll be here till 9 o'clock. We've also got tickets to Holmberg's Happy Ending all right. and uh, the Good Guys Car Show coming up. So come on by and sign up for that. we got some swag with us. Paige and Braden are over there hanging out, talking to some people right now. This is kind of a uh, military hood because we're just south of the airbase so right. if you're uh you know if you're a uh, uh, dod or a dependent or something like that and you're heading to the base this morning stop by and drop some drop something off it'd be a huge help to us really appreciate it and thanks to our sponsors modello and and uh, superstar car wash and learner row for being a part of this again this year they'll be out with us next thursday as we pack all the boxes and ship them off directly to the post office off to our troops next Thursday. A Veterans Day tradition, and I love it. Nice job, Mark. Thank you. Mark will be out there until about 9. Indian School and Litchfield will chat with you again in a second. Get it going there. You got it, buddy. Thank right, you. There you go. It's Mark Randall out there helping us out this morning. Our veteran, Man, Mark. he's a pro at that. He's good. He's Man, good I'm impressed. Mark does a good job. Mark. Mark's uh, He's embedded. He's military. He gets things done. You tell Mark right. to do it, the job gets done. That's for darn sure. Uh, and he is, again, the guy you need to know at KUPD. You want tickets to things? Get to be friends with Mark. Ladies, you know how to do that. <laughs> Lady boys, you know how to do that. Uh, it's time now, though, for Brady, Brady Boy, to give us all of his uh, news. We call it the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. It's almost championship weekend. Boy, that's going to be a big one. 90 degrees all weekend long out there at PIR. Yeehaw. Swampy, uh, track. swampy Confederate flags drying off those foreheads out there, but it's going to be fun. Championship weekend at Hooters. Uh, as your headquarters for the racing action, you post a pic from the tire display at the downtown Hooters with the hashtag Hooters Arizona and receive 10 boneless wings free with the purchase of any 10 wings. Best enjoyed with the delightful Bud Light. Hooters and Bud Light bring you the Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. You ready for this happy National Candy Day? Because we haven't had oh, that man, that's uh, not lately. enough of that. <laughs> I'll have some more. A couple days after Halloween, really? Yeah. Yeah, just keep going. Yeah. National Candy Week, really. A couple of baseless fun facts. There are 17 monarchies in the world ruled by a queen. 16 of those are Queen Elizabeth II. No kidding. She still has the her The other empire. is the Kingdom of Denmark, which is ruled by Queen Margaret II. Okay. Didn't even know Denmark was uh, still holding the country at bay. They've got an oppressed country that they... That's neat. What's Den- Denmark's... Second. Like, who do they own? Oh, only one. 
I just them, oh, that's the only. Yeah, I thought they had sixteen of them. Oh, I, thought, thought, I see. Along to I thought you were saying Elizabeth they had, II. They had one of their own. And the seventeenth is just gotcha. Margaret. Well, Elizabeth swinging. She's got it. Well, she's been they, look. England's been swinging a big one for a long yeah. time. Liz grabbed it and turned it into a lasso. After Deliverance, the movie was released in nineteen seventy two. Tourism became the main source of income in Raybun County, Georgia, where the river was. The movie was made. But well, that, that's not the town that got flooded. No. Because the whole movie is based on a true flooding. Like they actually were going to release that. So the footage of that was legitimate. Like they were going to do like, oh, okay. But then they had to film it somewhere else. It was like Mississippi or something. And then they did the thing in Rayburn. And what a movie that is. That's one of my favorites. I haven't seen it in a while, but I oh, remember I liked Deliverance it. Deliverance is so good. Intense. Intense. And like, I think it's more like, I don't know that chicks would like it as much. No. Because it's like guys adventure somewhat early midlife crisis to midlife crisis movie where they got to do something with their lives before that thing isn't available anymore. Now, the last guys to do this river run before the river turned, just they break the dam or something and flood this whole area. It's, it's an amazing movie. Maybe you knew scene? this last one. Classic. Mm. The actor Bella Lugosi was buried in one of his Dracula costumes. Yeah. Learned that from Ed Wood. There's a little survey of pet owners. 2,000 pet owners were surveyed. Some of the results, 6% of the people say they bathe with their pets. Which is wild. Like, I've been in the tub to give my dog a bath, but it isn't my bath, too. Yeah, the survey was mostly focused on unhygienic things, pets, pet cats, and dogs, too. Poopy butt. It's a big thing when you you got a dog with poopy butt, and you got to get them in the bathtub. And scrub, but usually just roll your legs up and sit on the edge. Yeah, but I think this 6% is... taking a bath with their dog. Yeah. Oh. 22% oh. of the people say they share meals with their pets. Like scraps at the table? I or? wouldn't say a whole meal. I'd throw some down yeah, like you once in a while, drop. but yeah. They pick up scraps. Yeah, I'd like to know more on that. Is that sitting down and having a meal with them? Do you like candles? 67% allow their pets on the sofa. Yeah. 36% let their... Pets track dirt into the house without cleaning their feet first. Nah, I mean, well, they, they do that anyway. But yeah, yeah, what are they supposed to do? Wipe their paws at the door yeah, like mud? Yeah, you got to clean them up. Twenty-one percent allow their pets to walk on kitchen countertops and tables. Sometimes cats, it's impossible to stop. You try to break them of it. it it's hard. It is gross though, because they walk in their own pee box. Ninety ninety-seven percent let their pet kiss them. Sure. And by kiss, you mean lick. Isn't it amazing? Whatever it takes. Isn't it amazing? And we're like, oh, that's disgusting. That's a pet's tongue. And then, like, if a woman gives you the opportunity, the places you'll put your tongue, it's ridiculous. Like, right there by her sewer. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay. a dog licking my face, that's gross. Do you know what you've done with your own tongue? And where she's had her tongue, too. And where that, yeah. And you know, we touch tongues all the time with people, and God knows what she's been doing. Pig. Another study on dogs ranked the naughtiest breeds and the best behaved. And how they did this was they went through thousands of Instagram posts where people complained about their dogs misbehaving or bragged about what a good dog they were. And there was a clear winner in the naughtiest dog category. Hmm. The Japanese Spitz was the worst behaved dog overall. It's a fairly small dog. 10 to 25 pounds with bright white fur and pointy ears. 
87% of Instagram posts about them had to do with bad behavior. The rest of the five naughtiest breeds, the Vishla, uh, Chugs, Chihuahua Pug, that is, yeah. um, Shizans, a Shih Tzu Shih Tzu and Bichon Freeze. Yep. And a Pujon. A Poodle and a Bichon. Yep. Look at you. Welsh I'm Terrier good at my, Spring good at my, Hybrids. Uh, Dr. Moreau dogs. The best behaved was the Korean Jindos. Yeah, they know what they get if they don't behave. Uh, they're on a dinner plate. There's a story. Seventy six percent of the posts about them were positive. There's a story going on right now in Phoenix about a dog that has no legs at all and walks on these prosthetics, and it's becoming a children's book because this dog was in a South Korean meat market and was uh, and they rescued got rescued not yet no but it oh. was like it had things wrong with it and got rescued. It's like a golden retriever too. It's kind of a pretty dog. I don't know, that's not accurate, but it looks like one. And they rescued it, and it stayed in a South Korean vet for two months. And I'm like, Jeez. South Korea has vets? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I guess they would still like have some people who like. But they took it, and it was like the meat market thing. And now it's in Phoenix, and it's going to have like children's stories written about it. It walks around on these little blue pegs. It learned how to walk with its fake legs. I'm like, man, why in South Korea did this dog get the reprieve? Because uh- – well, it's got a better chance. North Korea, forget about it. No, you don't Gone. even know they eat everything in North Korea. Yeah. But South yeah, Korea, sure. better chance. There's a meat market, Brady. It got mixed up in it. What better chance are you vets talking aren't about? Vets, they're inspectors. <laughs> right. You know, like, uh, this one too hairy. Uh, He's funny too. I keep. Well, yeah, they when had him in there for two said, months. you first said like the legs, I'm like, I'm yeah, they, picturing like the like Renaissance right. fair. Yeah, they're walking around with you want eating. dog leg. They keep it alive <laughs> and just chunk off food parts. No, that's, that's not brutal. What's going on. He was all tucked up in some cage. The story's like going to be a big children's. It's a great story, but I just thought of like the meat market part. And then how dare like you open a veterinarian's office in South Korea, like and there's dog meat markets. This one no good. He dinner. He's going to be. I mean, that guy's that vet's probably constantly saying, "If I don't get any more clients, we're closing (laughs) the doors, shutting her down." These people are doing other stuff, and the. uh, like the crazy part is, is that he's here in Phoenix, which I find fascinating. But yeah, Korean dogs—they're well behaved. They know what happens. The uh, Korean Jindo was the number one. Number two was Rhodesian Ridgebacks, Portuguese uh, Water Dogs, Rat Terriers, and Miniature Pinchers were uh, big. Study also looked at U.S. states where people would complain about their dogs the most. The states that complained the most or had the naughtiest dogs, Kansas, North Carolina, and South Dakota. Farm dogs. The states that complained the least, Maryland, Maine, Indiana. Hmm. Well, Indiana goes, that's attention. big farm and Maine. Indiana, most of them don't even know they have dogs, let alone kids. They're just looking for the next batch of meth. The whole state's addicted. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com.
most married couples enjoy the fact that their partner is getting a promotion at, at work. Sure. It's a good thing because they can, you know, more money. up their lifestyle, right. more money. This woman shocked the internet by revealing exactly why she gets so excited at the thought of her husband getting another promotion. She wrote uh, on a site saying she admitted that the only reason her husband keeps getting promotions is because she's actually having sex with his boss. Nice! The woman said, my husband has been given several promotions at work. I've been banging his boss for a, a couple of years. Did he know this? Does not know. Oh, shoot. She's probably pretty hot. She says the good, <laughs> the good news about the promotion is it takes more of his time, which gives me more time to spend right. with the so boss. So this guy's giving him more projects so the boss can go home and nail his wife. Yeah. Well, that's and she's revealing this because things now she wants to be with the boss full time, probably. Got a Not pic- yet. Got a picture? It, it, yeah, let's get photos. We of have this. no photos. Oh, Damn man. it. Wait, she put it on social media and we don't have any pictures? Does she have a name? No. Oh, this is an anonymous story. Yeah. I don't trust those. So if your wife bangs your boss and you start seeing the per like this guy's just ascending greatly, what a dedicated woman that is. Like she's going to make your life better, like she promised on the altar. I'm I'm here to make your life better, and that means I'll do anything. We got to bang my boss and get me a few hundred grand more. Okay. I would like to implement that exact (laughs) strategy with almost all of your wives, unless you got a hog for a wife. Because yuck. The new Trip Reeb, I'll bang your wife for more money program. The promotion poon program. (laughs) Trip doesn't talk to my wife. Uh, Well, um, maybe it's because her mouth's always full of food. Pig next. (laughs) Yeah, I like them fit. Two people went into a vacant house in Winnipeg, Canada (laughs) over the weekend. Walking to Trip's office, I just wanted to call you in and give you this bonus check. For what? (laughs) Don't worry about it. Because I like you. I like you and the way you run your household. Hey, thanks. Just got a couple thousand bucks from Trip. I don't even know why. Oh, that's wonderful. You should call him and thank him. Here's oh, a I promotion. Will. And a pay- I'll thank him, all right. And a paid vacation for a week. Yeah, you get to go a trip for one for 14 days <laughs> to beautiful Australia on my Griffin. <laughs> I get to go by myself? That's the only deal. You have to go alone. So these two dudes from Winnipeg, Canada, broke into a house. Must be getting cold there because they're trying to steal the furnace. Well, they know what's coming. Yeah. Winter is coming. Yeah, they're prepared. They're good prep. They're procrastinators. (laughs) They are not up in Canada, those criminals. So they dislodged the connections, which caused a gas leak that they didn't know. Oops. And the bad news is... uh, they didn't realize the leak, so they both passed out inside the property. Yeah. The By leak the way, was so bad, the neighbors were able to smell what's going on yeah. here. They checked the house, and that's where they found the two thieves. I'm an idiot, out. and I know that little dial on top of the gas line that connects into furnaces and water heaters yeah, and the stuff. the one that says pilot light and when then temperature. To, if you're going to take anything apart, you want to turn that one off. Yeah. It's a good idea. Maybe even go uh, and turn the whole situation off outside. Go to the main. Right. Yeah. If you're going to steal a gas-operated furnace. Well, uh, they detained the guys, and since it's Canada, they, they let, let them go. go. They were just cold, eh? No big deal, right? No harm, they no foul, right? They'll fix it. 
I stuck them in the penalty box for five minutes, eh, instigators? The Florida man, the real Florida man. I don't know if you remember this guy. You won't. His name's Matt Letham. He's 23 years old. He's the Florida man because he got the tattoo on his forehead of the state of Florida. Oh, yeah. He's been arrested again. Um, but he's free on a $10,000 bond. Uh, the complaint was um, he was choking out his girlfriend this time. Oh, yeah. No one do that this with a face time. tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> the other one was, uh, I think, he was assaulting someone else. Oh, of course. Sure, sure. He's known for it. Yeah. He's got the tattoo of the state of Florida on his head. <laughs> the Florida man. He is a going to get caught every time he does something wrong. What's he look like? Well, he's six feet tall, 185, white guy, brown hair. Any distinguished, uh, like, any tattoos or birth? Yeah, he's got a Florida, state of Florida. I said, why don't you just start there? Yeah, we'll find him. We'll go find him. What are we waiting him. for? By the way, I'm getting emails like crazy. People want to hear your stroke from yesterday, so let me just get it out of the yeah. way. Yeah. Brady had a small. I didn't catch this one. This was, what What was? The- Exclusive scenes from Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Oh, I was going to go with it. It's over. <laughs> it's over. And then later this. Northport uh, Point, Fl- Florida chief. The police of chief there, the uh, chief of police. <laughs> that was a start. In hindsight, we should have called somebody. The police of chief was first. Yeah. Oh, that was first. Pulp and then friction this, was this second. Was that was, that was yeah. the uh, third story. Because yeah. yeah. the, the worry is, for, I get uh, a medical professional that emails me and says, that was a stroke, by the way. And I'm like, well, this is a mini stroke, and there's a special word for it. Uh, and they call them, when you can't make three words work, that's like the biggest sign like you're having a small really? stroke. Yeah, like three word sentences. Are usually somebody who is about to have a stroke. They have three word sentences, so and then they jump. The police it. chief? It's no, struggle. it was North yeah. Point. I think because Point and Police. But ah, when you start speaking up. in blocks of three words, and they stop, and then another block of three words, and then they stop, which Brady does, and then you get exclusive scenes from Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Sorry, I'm just going to go. With it's it. over. <laughs> that was Marcus, by the way. Is that Marcus Woo! or Brett? Because we're all watching. <laughs> They're right. They're like, I think it was a stroke play again. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. Northport. On that uh, one, point, on. Fl- Florida chief, the police of chief there, the uh, chief of police. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. It's better than I remember. Thank you the for pushing me. Thank you, doctor, for pushing me. And also saying Brady needs to go get checked. North Point See police how chief. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I realized what I did there. Yeah. No. No. I, did, I just said that. Yeah. Man. Say it now. North Point police chief. North Point police chief. It's tough. Is it? That one in the Pulp Fiction. Is that hard for you? When I was saying, um, grown up for me, been... that is for me. All right, there you go. That's bad. Um, Pulp Friction was yes. where I was going to head down that. Why? So you're Because you're... it was coming out and I was catching it. Oh, you were it. thinking ahead. Oh. I'm like, oh, I'm going to say friction. Oh, I see. Okay. I thought you were doing it to like lead us to a path. I'm like, Pulp <laughs> yeah. Friction makes no, no sense. Yeah. Pump Friction, you're doing the porno joke, yeah, picking up fruit off the ground. I got a quick wild world. This doctor says you need help. <laughs> you want to? I worry. Take him up on it? I appreciate that. I, I do. I, I get, know that. I get medical If he's offering. I oh, you want a free shot? Hey, why not? <laughs> tell me something I don't know. Straight sauce. sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell me something I don't know is not what stroke people are. Oh, you're having a stroke. Tell me something I don't know is not the proper response of the guy having a <laughs> yeah. stroke. I don't remember that from the uh, consumer got, service I've ads. got a nurse that emails me all the time and says, I'm serious. Like, these three-word sentences make me nervous. I'm like, I don't hear it. And I was like, I, we're, we're trained to look for it, like speaking in wow. chunks. I'm like, I don't hear it. 
and don't call them chunks anymore. She goes, no, I didn't. I'm speaking in chunks. I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> but they were worried about you. And then the doctor asked me to play it again. I'm like, all right. It I wasn't. checked out okay a couple weeks ago. Damn, Blood then, pressure. What? Then yesterday. Yeah. They check you for stroke? Yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> what? Yeah. Really? You know how? You're, you're stroking? You're good. <laughs> you get checked daily for strokes. <laughs> yeah, they stick a finger Every in my butt. two weeks, it's like, let's see I'm if like, this guy's having a stroke. check for strokes. It's not a doctor. That's <laughs> we need to have a talk. No, we again. need a chat. It's not a friend either, by the way. I'm Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your wild, wild world. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I love his pauses. We got this guy in Brazil who was uh, jumping into a lake to escape a swarm of bees. Your John's, nightmare. John's oh, method. Horrifying. They'll sting you underwater, too. Hornets will at least. What? Oh, yeah. My dad tells the story when he was a kid. He took a stick because they had a ton of properties living on a farm, and he started to hit this old piece of wood when he was like seven. They had this pond on their land, and he hit this old downed tree, and there was like a hornet's or wasp's nest inside of it, and they all just went, and they burst out of there, and he ran into the pond thinking they won't get me here, and he's like, they were on him. And he got in the water, and they just kept stinging under the water because now they're drowning. So yeah, they stuck <laughs> on there. Oh, yeah. And he said, so it didn't even stop him. He said, I got stung worse when I went in the water than I did if I had just kept running. I pulled a stinger out the other day. Girl got stung in the arm. Who? And um, what girl? I just remember that the tailgate. Oh, um, the last Thursday. She's like, I got a stinger in my arm. And went you went over, over there. And it was out. Did you know her? Um, I met her a couple minutes before that. <laughs> oh. wow. What a caring individual. Yeah. Did she help you uh, while you had a stroke, or were you just the only medical professional in the area? Well, we uh, exchanged pulp friction. Tapes. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. Pretty. <laughs> anyway, this guy dove into the river in Brazil to get away from the bees. Ugh, horrible. Was eaten by piranhas. Oh, oh man. <laughs> if his day couldn't have got any yeah. worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rough. That's your wild, wild world. <laughs> That's a toughie. <laughs> what a dump. <laughs> Why do people live there? How much pride in your country do you have to have to have piranhas in the water and like bugs that kill you constantly because of that stupid Amazon? That thing is just, you can sit and search for the uh, cure for cancer all you want. Everything in there kills you. It's necessary for our earth to have air. I'm like, is it? I think we'll figure that out. Earth seems to be doing okay. Yeah, we're, we're all right. We'll, we'll cut down that. We were making newspapers out of that at a clip that was unbelievable back in the 80s. And I was breathing. This mom um, posted a little note that she got from her five-year-old daughter. Totes adorbs. The love of a child, Brady. Yes, it truly is. The note basically was asking her mom, um, I'll give you the uh, the proper note that she was asking. Okay. How old was you when you could ride a bike? Okay. Well, being it's an five urban years child. old. Yeah, I was just going to say. Urban gonna say that. Or, you know, the kids miss words every now and right. then. Right, dumb ones. But uh, some of the letters are reversed around. So she's not very, she's got the dyslexia. But her mom knew what she meant, I think. But the letter that she handed her, the note says, how old was you when you could ride a dick? <laughs> it has an e on the end but the b was reversed so around. the b was not so it actually yeah a bike is spelled backwards b i c k e <laughs> this is a dumb child this is a five-year-old yeah 
How old was you when, W-E-N, you, you could, C-U-D, you could rid a dick? E. Tang high on the plex. Tang high on the plex coming next Thursday when we read those I letters. I think she's writing lyrics for Megan Thee Stallion in her spare time. Right. <laughs> How old was you when you could ride a dick, Mom? Oh, my God. You're reading that book in class again. Well, I was 11. I was your age. <laughs> Let's get to some pretty videos. Wow. Well, what's the answer to that? How old was you? She said 12. 12, which is solid, because that's exactly how old you was when you could. (laughs) Now, when you did is a different story. I could have started riding dick anytime I wanted. I chose to not ride dick until I was 14 on a mattress in an alley. And then you showed up. She said I was 12 and I learned on a tandem. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) I used a unicycle for years. The first one is Mama jumping on the tramp. All right. Trampoline. We get it. Man. Just had to clear that up for Brett. Yeah. See? It's almost as good as Dill. All right. She's t- uh, do I have sound on this? Oh, she's oh, too fat. Oh, yeah. It goes right through the bottom of it. Oh, God. Oh. Like the kids saw it before anybody else made that awful noise. As kids do. They should have that, that siren of child scream. That should be playing outside of every Planned it was, Parenthood. It wasn't the jumping. It was the scream that oh, broke the spring. Listen to that kid's scream. No, oh, maybe not. I didn't even look at the mom doing it. Then the kid was attacked by a wild horse. Good. Hog. That noise. Got some uh, grinding going on in the dancing. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Top of his... His ride She's at the car show. Nope, she didn't make it down the back of the hatchback. Use your rest on the hatchback. Yeah. She's big. Oh, the hatch is open. First place. Oh, that's it. She leans down in an open hatch, and then her big fat body closes the hatch, and she falls off the back of the car. That's great stuff. I like that. Last one's another evil Knievel wannabe. Okay. Guy's jumping some ramps. It looks like a skate park again. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's got his motorcycle. Oh, no, 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 Oh, it didn't land on him. Just misses. Oh, he tries okay, to ride up. Hit him. He's doing okay right there, and then he loses the bike, and the bike just goes 25 feet in the air, and I mean, that's an inch from landing on him. He falls off, and the bike goes straight oh, yeah. up in the air. Hey, look, Carmine. Oh, oh, man, I don't like watching it knowing how it's going to end. Yikes. There you have it. Why do they keep doing stupid things? Like, can we get one successful video before we start seeing all the failures? <laughs> I don't want to watch the practice. Oof, that I'll get some su- successful ones. That's Brent a tough one. Uh, right. we, we Brent Crandall sent over a couple. Oh, if you boy. Wanna... Yes. You know, yeah. <laughs> Are they bad? No. That, well, I mean. Hold your commentary until yeah. right, I give a thumbs up or thumbs down on all whether right, or not this go. is a thing. This guy sends us terrible videos. Do you see that thing Jeremy sent yesterday? That lady with that. Yeah. 11-year-old. Little thing living in her eyeball. Jeremy oh. always sends stuff like Jeremy's that. Jeremy's stuff's tough yeah. to watch. All right. This is Brent Crane. Oh, I think we did that one. We did that one. We did that one. We did that one. Guy jumping right. off. Yeah. Stiff legs yeah. jumps oh. off a second-story roof right, and uh, and hyperextends. Yeah. Let's, oh. How about this one? Oh, that was rough. Oh, it's a Check fight. fight. Girl fight. Wait for it. One lifts the other. Oh! oh! Pile driver. Oh! That is a paralyzed person. Wow. Wow. Turned her right over and threw her down on her own head. <laughs> it wasn't hard to do. 
And Ooh, my goodness. Oh, there's three? Yeah. Come on, man. Look at this one. Oh, oh, oh. It's a fat guy squirting. <laughs> the face hurts the best part of the video. And that is the worst thing that's ever happened to a Native American. <laughs> oh, my God. He fell off a desk and sideways, Scorpion. All right. We have one more. No, for crying out loud. There we go. What's this? No, this is uh, you, somebody says because of your love of Leo Sayer. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, is yeah, it this the is great. Leo Talica? Leo Talica. This is Leo Sayer and Metallica together, and it sort of works. Hey, hey, I'm your life. I'm the one who takes you there. Gotta wait till the chorus. Hey, hey, I'm your life. I'm the one who cares. Hey, hey, baby, Trey, I'm your only true friend now. Well That's done good. to everybody involved. I didn't know. I would watch that going tour before Ed or uh, Lou Reed. I'd, I'd wait for the bonfire at that show. The Lou Reed Metallica was ten times worse than yeah. Leo and Metallica. Great stuff. Well done. Good Lord. How does this happen? Uh, there you go. That's your Brady Report brought to you by Hooters and Bud Light. It's 98 KUPD. 98. Oh, my gosh. 98. Shut the front door. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.